as we go away from it too. <laughs> Dive in. There's, there's nothing funnier. Like I, I, I remember when I went to an Indians game. It was like it was like a like a McMillan generational thing. It was mainly an excuse for a photograph where it was like me being the great grandson all the way up to the the great grandpa. We we went out to a baseball game. No, oh, isn't that isn't that awesome? And and the picture was nice and everything. But what really embodied the spirit of the family is the fact that there was a, a, a wave that was happening, you know, like one of the big crowd waves where everybody gets out of their seat or whatever, and there was a fucking dead stop for, like, six people in a row when it got to our section. We are like, no. Good. <laughs> We're not doing this. Yeah, no, no. It was, you stopped uh, that right there. I was never Family more proud to be a McMillan than, than I was on that day. See, now, you would have up, uh, upset the balance of the society on the train here tj oh my god <laughs> we're a bunch of shoes trying to be hats yeah it just doesn't make sense <laughs> well uh happy new year everybody <laughs> oh yeah new year. this is gonna come it's out the new year the train has made it one full cycle around the train track it's another year <laughs> we made it out of 2020 i mean when this episode airs we still haven't made it out <laughs> As we're a still yeah, jury's still Anything out. could happen in the next two days. But <laughs> we're still trapped. Maybe we'll die before the end. But hopefully, <laughs> we're in this, hopefully we're in this new year with with uh, a better outlook than yeah. the year twenty twenty. Mm. On what ep- what podcast you know. is this, Andy? <laughs> Wow. Well, I was gonna transition. <laughs> Last episode I, I you didn't, so I, I was just I was helping you out just to make sure. <laughs> well. I guess. I guess this has never seen any of this. My name is Andy. I guess I'm Sammy. I'm for sure TJ. No I'm pressure. Definitely Raven. All right. No pressure. See, balance. We got half of us are very sure, and half of us guess that's who we are. And uh, we watch movies that some of us had not seen, and sometimes we watch movies that we've already covered on the podcast, but watch again because. It fucking rules, and has to do with New Year's Day, and Sammy had not seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are, yeah. You guys did, because I tried to find the old we, episode. We did. Me too. Yeah, we definitely I could have swore we did. I'm certain we did. We definitely did. Okay. Yeah. But so Because the old episodes are now available on Podbean, and it wasn't listed on there. And I'm pretty it sure might, it has all the episodes on there. It might be in Andy's archive someplace. Maybe. Yeah, I'll in, the, in, the, in the in the dank corners of your MacBook someplace. Yeah, but I missed I missed that recording. Who knows why? Because that was so long ago. But yeah, I haven't I hadn't seen this movie yet. It might and have been before you were a viable vehicle on this this podcast. It, could, honestly, it might could, have been. Could have been, might have yeah. been you might have yeah. just been a guest. Yeah, I was point. a guest you quite a bit been... before they uh, mm-hmm. you guys officially let me be here all the time. Before we yeah, before we beat you in. Yeah. <laughs> I I looked back on it and I felt bad because we never updated our cover art to have you in it. No. 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 And then you just no. made a new one that doesn't have anybody on it, so it's fine. So yeah. now it's equal. <laughs> it's all fair. You you were always there in spirit. Yeah, that's right. I think we should update our new one just to have just a picture of me. Nobody else. Oh, just <laughs> for for, for, a, for about a year. Or, yeah, yeah, and then and then the scales will be balanced. Yeah, to be fair. Uh, so I guess I'll just come out of the gate and say that Snowpiercer fucking rules. Yeah, yeah. we all know this. This is an effect. So we um, it is known. Just real quick, because everyone picked for Christmas. We tried to pick movies that were very tangentially related to Christmas. So mm-hmm. I was like, well. 
I, I just looked up movies that happen on New Year's Eve. <laughs> and this movie was on that list. And I was like, okay, but I haven't seen it. So I just looked up the clip I was able to find. And it was like, good enough was the first time that when they first crossed the bridge. And they all mm-hmm. count down and they say Happy New Year. And I was like, Perfect. count it. <laughs> so then we watched it. Turns out it actually has quite a bit of New Year's in it. But I was like, yeah, as yeah. long as it had, it had that, I'm counting it. So, yeah, this also movie that, is awesome. That scene rules. Yeah, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah, 110%. <laughs> Yeah, this is there's like a, it's a great movie. It's yeah. There's a really funny story about that scene in particular, um, because as you guys probably noticed at the beginning of this movie, it had some. It's made by the Weinstein Company, <laughs> mm, sure. and so uh, heavily heavily financed by by old Harvey and Bob, and um, Harvey is known for being an asshole and not a very good at making movies he's good at financing movies he's not good at making them (laughs) what harvey Harvey? uncle harvey why are you talking why are you talking so bad about uncle harvey dj you stand up for mel gibson please do not stand up for harvey oh no i'm just uninformed (laughs) what 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 did something happen somebody's not in jail god like what happened to him where have i been oh you mean the man that Hayao Miyazaki sent a katana to when he wanted to cut up Princess Mononoke? <laughs> That's king shit right there. That's king shit. Well, apparently, he uh, the coolest scene in this movie with the slow motion fight with all the fishermen and uh-huh. the fish scene, uh, Harvey went, it's not exciting enough, I want to get right to the action scene, so you should cut out all of that bullshit at the beginning no. and just have them come in and start fighting all of them so we can get into another action scene and bong and bong jun ho wrote him back or like made a made an appeal to harvey like this really heartfelt that it was a tribute to his father who was a fisherman and he wanted to keep it in because his father had recently passed and it meant a lot to him and he really wanted to honor his dad's legacy and then mm. bong jun ho said like a year later he was like oh that was bullshit my dad was a fisherman <laughs> and my dad's also not dead <laughs> he was like harvey's just very easy to trick and i wanted to keep that cool scene in the movie because it was a really cool shot that god is damn unbelievable. Uh, god, i just everything i hear about the man makes me love him yeah. just yes a little bit more oh, great bong hive activate <laughs> Wait, did, there's some bong jun hoes in this house yeah. oh. i'm a dirty little bong jun ho you're, yeah, well, you're wearing the shirt that week. says We're... you're written and directed by Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this was the first time I had watched uh, this movie or any of Bong's movies after he uh, swept the Oscars last year yeah. with Parasite. Mm-hmm. And watching this again, I was like, oh yeah, he's like an incredible filmmaker. He's the best. Oh, like, yeah. the, everything about this movie technically works, narratively works. It just, everything works very, very well. And I think a lot of that goes directly the credit should go directly to bunk. I was going to say like when I, when the slow motion started to happen, I think this is the only good, maybe only good, but like the best use of slow motion. I feel like I've seen in movies where it's not, it does do the slow-mo a little bit to show the action, but like the slow-mo leading to the action was like something that you don't really see. Like just them like at, again, at that fisherman scene where it's like slow-mo going to the fight scene is like, Mm-hmm. A cool way to do slow mo. It's like, oh, usually slow mo is just about like, oh, you got to see the fight slow, but he's actually using it. All of the, all this that scene leading up to that fisherman fight, and also the scenes at the end where it's leading up to the, 
spoiler the big explosion of the front of the train Mm -hmm. like the editing is incredible and the shots that he chooses it's like perfect to just ramp up the tension there and something that i think he does really really well in parasite you can see he's also doing incredibly well here Mm -hmm. it what six years before that's what i was gonna ask when this one came out 2013 so Sammy, as as the as the babe in the wilderness here, uh, how'd uh, how'd how'd you fare? How'd, what what'd you think? I think I, I, I yeah, I really liked it. Um, it's it's not very subtle on <laughs> the themes and the messages, but <laughs> I think that it's it's really cool, and I love a good twist, and a, a twist that might also not be a twist. Like it just makes you think, you know, like the the mm. it, who who side was that the old man on in the end I'll kind of a thing you. i thought that was really cool to make you think and um and i i just like the like again we'll talk about it but like maybe the the villain quote unquote was is right like i like those kind of movies too where it's like he might be doing the right thing and i think it, it even though the the themes is very obvious i think that that does a really good job of it and i think it's a cool concept and yet again i pick a movie that um, it could be our future on accident because <laughs> right. this is the cause of global warming. And I'm like, Ooh, shit. Sorry guys. <laughs> and, and we should say this, this is based on a pretty popular French graphic novel. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Snow, I didn't know that. Snowpiercer. And so this movie was kind of a miracle because it's like a tri country production. Cause it was a, it was a USA, South Korean and French production. Oh, cool. So that's like really the only way that, Bong Joon-ho gets to make this type of movie with Chris Evans and the cat and the rest of the cast in this movie mm-hmm. in 2013 is mm-hmm. if you have money coming from three different co- countries right. that all have stake in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, I thought it was really cool. I saw, a, I don't know if I'll go and watch the TV show, but I've seen a couple commercials for the next season coming out and Sean Bean's in it. So I was like, well, I might well, have well, to well. check it out. But my I don't know. Is, <laughs> my dad has watched it and he loves it. Okay. I just love Jennifer Connelly and that'd be cool to see her. Yeah. I know it had a lot of production troubles. Like it took mm-hmm. years, and then like they advertised it for several years, getting to the screen, and now it's here. Mm-hmm. And because it's on like a premium network, no one has that. Like no one's. It's it. on right. It's on. It's Showtime, on like right? TNT. Oh, is no, it TNT? it's on like TNT. Mm. Yeah. And so, if you <laughs> don't have like cable, and you're not actively seeking out TNT, it's right. kind of hard hard to find. But I believe. That it's all available on Hulu. Sure. I think that's where you can watch it now. Oh, so okay. I did just I, see before we started recording that the executive producer of the show, one of the executive producers, is Park Chan Wook, who did The Handmaiden. Oh. So yeah. like, oh, okay. Because I'll see if Bong Joon Ho had any uh, had anything to do with the show because I know he's doing a Parasite show for HBO, or he was mm-hmm. going to. He's work on once. Yeah, apparently he's still working. But no, on it's it Park Chan Wook for Snowpiercer. <laughs> So he doesn't have anything, Bonk doesn't have anything to do with the TV show? No. Oh, okay. Not that I could see. And it's a it's a prequel mm-hmm. and more based on the comic book from what I hear. Because I, I believe the movie is not like incredibly beholden to the comic book other than the overall like premise. Right. And like what I was going to say, it, ha- it has to be a prequel because of the ending of the movie. What? Right. <laughs> Doesn't right. Yeah. If you're gonna set that's it on the train, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're if you're gonna have it on the train, yeah. Yeah. The thing that's yeah. cool about the movie. Yeah. But I mean, uh, John Hurt's character Gilliam, mm. I don't believe is in the comic book because I know that they uh, Bong named him Gilliam 
made that character and named him Gilliam as a tribute to Terry Gilliam. Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that that might be a Bond creation. You never know. I mean, every everything is good when it's a Bond creation. All, all my all my favorite albums are, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Hell yeah, oh, brother. Boy. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, this, I'll, I'll I mean, there was a couple that. points where, like, I think at like halfway point, halfway through the movie, I was like, I feel like this is like the big ending, or like this mm-hmm. is like it's getting close to the end. I was like, oh, we're only halfway through. Like a lot mm-hmm. happens. Baked in this you movie out like too. fucking Braveheart, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a little bit better than Braveheart though, because Braveheart's like, oh god, we still have like an hour and a half left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this one I was like, oh, you still shut up and minutes. eat your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> you learned about this history. <laughs> You're gonna like it. Um, wait, I was also surprised at uh, <laughs> how like quick it got into them moving up the train. Like yeah. I thought for sure mm-hmm. that was going to be like a, more of a setup of them planning, and then all of a sudden they were like going. I was like, all right, here we go. But also that scene where it breaks out and they the revolution starts Start is running. It's yeah, great. it's so cool, and the buildup is so good because it's like it's pretty pretty normal. And then very, very quickly amps up to to him just walking to the front and putting the gun to his head. And then they're yep. going, no bullets, let's fucking Here go. We go. <laughs> and there were a lot of co- cool concepts in it where that's where I was like, oh, it'd be cool to see a TV show. Or, or maybe maybe I'll just read the graphic novel because of, like, the guy getting his arm frozen off was, like, a really cool concept. Mm. That, like, you only see that one time of using the, the freezing cold against him mm-hmm. like i thought that was a cool concept that they only used once so there was a lot of that kind of stuff in here that I'm like oh it'd be cool to see embellish more but i think this did a good job of covering all that and having a good story for the whole movie so mm-hmm. well that's 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 good to hear that you didn't you know <laughs> all right that's totally, it all right, totally totally choke on it you know that's that's good um and and insofar as it being a graphic novel adaptation you know, uh, uh, the the accolades has already kind of been thrown around for for converting graphic novels to to film generally yeah. to to Zack Snyder. To, uh, you know, that's that's the guy He's we got to talk about when twice. we talk about Watchmen or Three Hundred. You know, those, those are the t- first him? two that come to mind for me. You got to do live, die, repeat. That's another one that's like a tri-country <laughs> thing, is right? A, and, Zack Snyder didn't do V for Vendetta. No, no, no. Oh, okay. um, but that's but 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 when I uh, when I sort of look at those and 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 the main credit is like oh well these are panels straight from the graphic novels right. mm-hmm. that are been put to screen I was like neat I think I've made this point before where it's like it's already having your storyboards done for you and all the credit should be <laughs> yeah. going to these Koreans so that true. have animated it not yeah. you <laughs> you know like but. But this is sort of uh, some uh, somebody who kind of gets the material that they're adapting to the mm-hmm. core. Because, like, Chris yeah. Evans in this movie looks like he's out of a fucking comic book. Like, you know, yeah. like, even, even like, he almost <laughs> looks like he's, like, got a drawn outline around him half the time. Like, from the way that his beard is and, and his hat and, and the way he moves and everything. Like, and, and how it stops on his face. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's, that's reading, like, action out of a comic book to me. Mm-hmm. And then especially the characterization in sort of the typage with the, um, like the teacher 
uh, in the yeah. classroom, God, what or a, like that what fucking egg sucking Frenchman, or when they like walk any, into that or room and it's the the classroom. Yep. I was like, oh wow, we have we are not in the same place that we were before, <laughs> right? Or like to like Tilda Swinton is like like cartoonish, but not like in in yeah. like a goofy way that where I don't take it seriously. It just right. feels larger than life. And mm-hmm. and that's what it should be if you're on a fucking train that runs around the world all the, uh, the <laughs> year round to keep yeah. humanity alive. Like, yeah, like it's it knows exactly what it is, and mm-hmm. and that's something that I really enjoy because it doesn't it doesn't edge too far on the either side of tone. Where like somebody can slip on a fish in the middle of a fight, and I don't <laughs> I don't go like okay I'm fucking out of here. Like right. like this it's is not, this it's is not played weird. for comedy at all. No, and and so the fact that that works, I think, is really kind of speaks to the fact that, like, honestly, out of like contemporary directors, like it's like Bong Joon Ho and probably Robert Eggers are like the two guys that I I really consistently can kind of uh, set aside my cult of personality objections and go like I'm just probably going to enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was cool yeah. that like the 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 tail end people are the like the dark and gritty ones, and then the further the more people that you meet from the other end are the ones that are like Brighter, higher than life, colorful. like weird, like the way they talk and stuff. So uh-huh. I thought that was like a cool, how they balanced it was like the poor people, the people at the end are the ones that have to deal with the dirt and stuff. And so that's how they act. While these people, the rich people are all like, oh, this is fun. We're having a great time here. And they're experimenting with polyamory and hallucinogenics for fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else and- back there is eating bug bars. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think, that a like it, I don't think this movie did very well here. Like audience mm. scores weren't very good because people were expecting that you know they hear Chris Evans is in right. this t- a gra- a graphic novel train movie. Mm-hmm. It's not really what people are expecting from that, especially 2014 Chris Evans. Like that's kind of like right. height of Captain America. I remember reading articles about like there's this little indie movie that's coming soon with Chris Evans. Like how is it going to be compared to like Avengers, and I remember reading mm-hmm. bits like, "No, you need to see this movie. It's not what you think, though." And that was like that was my exposure to the movie. I was hearing right. it was like it was a small international movie with Chris Evans after being Captain America, his first thing yeah. since being Captain America. Yeah, and, and I, I, think I wish I could have seen it in that aspect because, like, going into it today, I was like, I know it, it was exactly what I was expecting it to be, uh-huh. and I think mm-hmm. that's because I've seen Parasite and I kind of knew what the show what it was going to be. That I was like, it, it didn't surprise me at all. Not meaning mm-hmm. that it was bad, but like wish I could have seen it when it was first coming out to be like, that's Captain America? You can't do that to my America. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you fucking can. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and I also think it's interesting that this movie comes out a year after The Hunger Games. And yeah. I think it was, and a year after that movie came out was kind of when it was, uh, again, at the height of its, like, everyone had hunger games fever so mm-hmm. it, it with a similar uh, similar type of concept i feel like a lot of people are coming into this and going oh i know what this is mm-hmm. it's like hunger games but set on a train in reality it's not really right but you do have the similar like class struggle class mm-hmm. divide just in a very interesting and and like you said not very subtle way mm-hmm. but you know what no. He does it in such a cool way that the the not subtleness doesn't really bother me. No, no, not at all. Like it, it, it's still it's, a fun time. It's something that Bong Joon Ho has like adapted into most of his his more contemporary he, works. Where like he wrote o- Parasite Okja is all about that his, as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like he Okja came is up also about Parasite. class inequality and struggle and right. and like 
not being connected to like the upper class not being connected to what happens in like the poorer parts of the world or you know system yeah. whatever same so it's like that is like a story that he likes a telling and exploring but through different lenses and it's yeah i feel like each one of them is like more unique than the last in the way that it covers yeah. such a simple topic which is yeah. a good I mean, point like how like this isn't subtle but i feel like mm -hmm. the messages in this are different than the messages in parasite even right, though they're exactly. the same kind of theme that he's he's sharing different messages with it which is mm -hmm. well and snowpiercer okja parasite all dealing with similar themes but they're very different movies oh yeah well i would even all argue that the them. host the host touches oh, on yes. that too as far as like how how individuals in different class structures are affected by crisis are you telling mm -hmm. me all these movies are in the same universe <laughs> <laughs> what? i mean a lot of them have sun king ho in them so yeah there you go <laughs> could be okay the 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 bjhcu <laughs> there it is <laughs> the bjhcu for sure yeah. okay i'm in <laughs> the whole universe I, the whole universe <laughs> let him direct the next godzilla yeah oh absolutely that would be perfect <laughs> oh raven calm down oh raven standing up <laughs> raven come back what is he? Is he is he just working on the TV show right now? Is he's that what working he's working on? on the TV show, and I think kind of doing whatever the hell he wants right now. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what you do when when you uh, come in so so hard into mm -hmm. an Oscar season like he did, and no one. I would gather that going into that Oscar ceremony, no one expected Parasite to win. No. Mm. But after about halfway through, when it started winning, like, award after award, it started to be like, well, maybe. And then it fucking <laughs> did. Yeah, because those were the ones, because my family does the where you vote or whatever, and those were ones I got wrong because I was like, I feel like it should win, but I didn't think it would win. It's like two different things. Enough, and, we didn't yeah. have faith in the Academy. Right. And, Which we shouldn't have faith in the Academy. No, they no. very often fuck up. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. No, um, I, I Green think... Book had won the year prior. There's no <laughs> yeah. way I, I expected them to Coming get off that year, parents. you're like, oh, well. No. Um, I, I think there's an interesting um, uh, element in um, East Asian cinema uh, and, and its reception in stateside where there's been more of a gravitation toward media from that particular part of the world and even just like literature and mm -hmm. philosophy and culture just because there was such a like a hard waspy divide f culturally for so long mm -hmm. and i think it was sort of in the wake of of the 60s where eastern thought was, was kind of brought into the um you know counterculture zeitgeist and right. and you sort of get the the japanese movie industry starting to get the ball rolling mm -hmm. around the 1960s um and then probably around the time like the like late 80s early 90s with like anime and all these other things you know like there's there's a lot of gateways into east asian media now mm -hmm. um and and i think particularly looking at south korean film and how well it's received a lot of the time is i i don't i don't know if it's just in like the 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 like the structural elements where they just feel like very hollywood mm -hmm. and and it's like easy easy for people to like swallow that way like narratively or whatever but i think it is a really a really interesting exercise especially like you said that that tri-cultural sort of production in that like so many uh european films of note are are multi-country productions mm -hmm. and and the fact right. that this is this is an american one is probably the only reason that you know a good amount of people have seen it so 
in in that regard, I think it's really interesting that philosophically the message of the movie is talking about like the sort of the cheapness of life, you know, and and how that boils down to structure in these in these different um, uh, preordained roles that we all right. have to play. Yes. <laughs> and and it's really interesting because it called to mind for me. Um, there's a quote from uh, General Westmoreland, uh, who uh, had was an initially in charge of uh, the American presence in Vietnam, where he's talking about the difficulty of of fighting the VC because you know they they have a different philosophy on and they don't they don't treasure life like we do. You know we we saw it in Korea and and we we're seeing it now. They're just like totally you know. Uh, frantic and 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 frenzied and and fanatical and and willing to throw themselves into things because life is so cheap over here. When I think it's really interesting thematically that this movie is completely from the other perspective of like it took like a megalomaniacal like well, all aboard the fucking Bezos Express, you know, uh, <laughs> like you know, and and you want to talk about the cheapness of life, you know, it's 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 analytics on paper, it's spreadsheets, it's graphs, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's the that's the fucking the Holocaust cost it's eugenics it's, it's all these different it's things the percentage you know. yeah the, the percentage of or, yeah because right? he was like the only way we're gonna make it is if 74 percent get taken yeah. out right? maintaining exactly. this human aquarium it's yes. sushi season <laughs> it's sushi <laughs> season. that's good <laughs> exactly so i just yeah i think it's it's a really interesting thing that now contemporaneously like a bunch of american money went into a, a movie that is ostensibly a, a, like a critique of like uh, american capitalism right <laughs> They got themselves. You know, I always point to fucking Jeff Bezos as like like it's like the biggest the biggest clockwork piece in the world, and it's in the side of a mountain in Colorado or some fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's you're that's a missile silo, and we all know it. <laughs> <laughs> and so like this this sort of felt like the pet project of some fucking you know maniac. You know, like I think it even sort of implies that like he knew that this like you know uh, you know planet saving agent was gonna like destroy everything and he was banking uh-huh. on that and that and then he had his little you know project like right, you yeah, know dr strange love she... style he was able to like coerce enough people with like you know good looking women and you know medium rare steak forever <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that kind of the the school teacher talks on that they're like a lot of people didn't agree with what he was doing but he knew something that they didn't so yeah like he right I like the little clip of him as a kid, like, I like trains. Like, I oh, want to live a on a train forever. That, yeah. Oh, he's a sweet little kid. We should trust him. Oh, dear. <laughs> but I think, and, I, and I'm, I'm not saying he's going about it the right way, but how else, if they're on a train, limited Same. resources, what's the mm. right, is there a right way to do that? Uh, is this going to become a morality podcast? Yes. <laughs> I want to, I, I mean, like, because Ed Harris uh, Willard obviously thinks he's doing the right thing, right? Because right? it's from it's coming from the perspective of those people never belonged here in the first place, so they they just treat them as like extra cargo they can use and carry around and do whatever with. But they could have like treated them equally the entire. It never had to be a hierarchy system. I'm just, other than I the fact think, that they what I'm saying that. is like if they even tried to treat everybody equally, I don't think it would have worked out either because there it's people's like inherent thing to have like class and like have those structures that if you try to make everyone equal it's just gonna all break apart anyway and i feel like he's saying that he knows that so it has to be this way because they set the system that way it was doomed to be the system 
from the start. <laughs> right, but that's what I know. And, yeah. and because it's self-fulfilling before, prophecy. Yeah. Before the train was even made, that's how... They could have trained more the, people to be conducted. But that's how they the U.S. is right now. Is there's, there's, yeah. there's a class, so he knows that going in, that it has to be this class system or it won't work or we'll all die. So that's right. what he's doing. Well, I think the the point the point of the 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 movie maybe what the movie is trying to point out is that the class divide it's not that there is a class system it's that there's a massive gap between those systems right. it's that right. these people are living their absolute best life they get steak they li- get bugs like yeah these people <laughs> are living the absolute worst these people could live a little less good so these people could have a little bit more and everyone could be a little bit more equal and yeah it's like it's not doing that and it's and it's pointing out the different links in the chain where this notion that they're you know temporarily inconvenienced millionaires and this mm-hmm. is going to be like a like a delightfully humble story right. in in uh, you know in the beginning chapters of their you know uh, lavish and, and wonderful life because they've lived honestly and worked hard mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and <laughs> and it's it's like the guy who like makes the bug like blocks or whatever he's just like he's not going to question that station because it's a hell of a lot better than being where back he was one before. car right yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah who yeah. gives a shit yeah he item i even said like i eat them too you know like it's it's not like i'm getting fed you know baked potatoes over here it's not right. like Eggman is coming and giving me eggs every day you know like <laughs> he's you know yeah it's it's you know a little slightly better than the lot in life than they had before and that's good enough for them mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and yeah that's it's you know it's it's kind of pointing to the fact that not every element in this is like malicious it's like you know if you'd never seen the back car and all you've ever had is the education that's been funneled into you this entire time God, that scene you know still, I, oh, I think that was my favorite scene is those kids like all chanting the stuff and like just oh sure. totally bought in the yeah. cult of it's, the train yeah, yeah it's exactly. horrifying yeah. But, like, you know, the little old lady that's, like, knitting in a greenhouse who doesn't know any better, you right. know, it's like she got flung into the snow, too. <laughs> you know, yeah. janitors on the Death Star and all that, you know, like, it's it, <laughs> yeah. it does it does broach the, you know, the sort of, you know, the innocuous, the uh, um, um, sort of more innocuous elements in, mm-hmm. in, in these systems that are, are incredibly, you know, lilted you know, to one side. <laughs> but then I would say because they tried to break that chain, the train was destroyed and the, everyone died. Good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, you broke the chain, everyone's me, dead. Or, yeah, hear yeah, me out for out. an extended cut here. Okay, so <laughs> the two children emerge from the wreckage. Yes. They see the polar bear, right? The polar bear acts on instinct and consumes the children. <laughs> uh-huh. Right? I was going to say. Right. Yeah. And so... The child still has some of that hallucinogenic on her person when she's consumed. Yes. The bear has a, a, has a, a, halluc- <laughs> a psychedelic revelation and becomes enlightened and then goes off to lead his bear brethren into a benevolent ursine society and they become the inheritors of the earth. Oh, okay. And then yeah. start a new Yellow era of light. Yeah. <laughs> that was going to lead That's to like... He learned to speak and turn into Golden Compass. Or I thought that's where this was going. 110% prequel (laughs) to the Golden Compass. Good. Reforge society with under the the iron fist of the bear. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I do. I do think that the ending is is cool, and Mm. I do know what it's trying to say. But with that last shot of the bear just staring at them, all I can. All I can take from that is that bear's gonna go eat them immediately. Right. right. <laughs> Too much Werner Herzog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like how this 
it's like the plot of the movie is pretty straightforward of like you know the plot but there's a couple things that, like, like the ending is like very different than what you like mm-hmm. oh you expect it to be more of a happy ending or the one that really shocked me was when Curtis was in trouble and you're like oh in a, in a normal movie he would go back and help Curtis and the girl would get away but he doesn't he goes after the girl and Curtis gets killed and I thought that was like a cool like you, you mean Edgar is it Edgar sorry yeah. my oh sorry I'm mixing it up yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry so Edgar gets killed instead of mm-hmm. like normally in a normal movie he would go back for them that girl Gotta would get push away forward. yeah but well but he it, and I thought that was a really cool kind of show in Mm-hmm. Even though then it's like, oh, you killed his mom and then you let him die. Wow. I was about to say the further <laughs> yeah. context is, yeah, it's is like, ooh. even even more oof, brutal. Yeah. I, yeah. Would, I would argue. Big oof. Yeah. Yep. And oof. and also kind of you know begs that question. You know, you've got the 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 kind of archetype of the antihero where they their whole mission is to destroy a system. You know, and and the big question with these types of people is, okay, now what? You know, like, and or what are you gonna? Are you gonna lead us into a bright new dawn, or like, what, what, what are we gonna do now? Because all you if, seem to if, be good at is destroying things. If they put, if he took his place, how would things have? Like, would things really have changed? You know, like that's the thing that you gotta you, you right. think about. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 the question that gets broached, and the the answer is blow up the train and get eaten by a bear. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I think, I think he almost breaks Curtis down enough to convince him of that until yeah. he sees the kids. I think right. it's that shot where he kind of like pushes back um, mm-hmm. the 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 daughter of of Song Kong Ho, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, and there's sort of that angle where he's up above now right. or yeah. whatever and standing mm-hmm. next to Willard. Yeah, like so. I think that was that was that was almost the time where he he put on the Vader mask. <laughs> <laughs> he was almost there, but then she uses her clairvoyance, which I thought was interesting. That they kind of had some like. There was a mystical element to this uh-huh. too, where she had some kind of powers that they touched on a little bit that I thought was kind of interesting that they had that in there. Right, the most was throwaway just line that just explains. Yeah, how she, she senses everybody. <laughs> yeah, I it's love that. Drugs. That's like that's that's just it though. That's all you get of that. It's uh-huh. like, oh, do you have clairvoyance? <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> Never explored further than that. And it's not really like she's seeing; she's having like visions of the future no. or anything. It's like she can see two seconds into the future right. what's right behind the door right before they open it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I. My first thought when he get, finally got to the train, and no one else can see, but Andy is currently in the engine uh, in our podcast. But when they, my first thought when he starts to like explain to him like it's a closed loop, like. These, there's already been revolutions that have happened before, and they're all like, all I could think of was the architect and the Matrix. Sure. <laughs> of like, you're just another Neo. Like we've we've been here before. Like it's yeah. not as like computerized, repetitive. But that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, you have a choice now. Go through this door and uh, blow up the train, <laughs> or this door and become the leader. <laughs> you gotta blow up that train. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's uh, it's it's a uh, it's a subject that's been broaching a lot of stuff. Um, I think like um, like Battle for Algier um, is is one um, Ponte Corvo that's um, uh, a really pointed look at that, where it, like it's got like the French general talking about like repressing the this you know resistance and being compared to Nazis, and he's just like, well, the French people have to make up the mind if they'd like to have a colony or if they'd like to be the good guys. So <laughs> <laughs> you know. And uh, and so yeah, it, it it definitely broaches that. It's like, well, you could you can you know be you can be eating bug bars, or you could be the you know uh, a landmark outside. 
You right. know, you, you, you saw what happened to all those people that didn't quite make it onto that other train. And if you look to your left, you see seven frozen people. <laughs> yeah, it's like Mount Everest. Yeah. <laughs> Less frozen people than Everest. <laughs> You're right. Uh, um, so my my other question is, was Ed Harris telling the truth about Gilliam, or was he just trying to get into his head? Who could say? What do you guys Maybe think? he was telling half the truth. Maybe he was mm-hmm. telling the right. whole truth. He didn't yeah. get into detail about those those nighttime talks. They could have been a little scandalous for our for mm-hmm. our ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My only thought that made me think get of a little it. hook action. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta use that hook. Get <laughs> here breathing through his mustache. <laughs> Makes it hard um, to hold a woman. <laughs> god damn it that reminded me because i you had mentioned that you just watched tombstone so uh, i just rewatched tombstone so and good. and that just fucking reminded me of the line from sam elliott's it's like don't worry darling i still got one good arm to hold you with <laughs> <laughs> i gotta watch which that. coming out of anybody but sam elliott's mouth would have made me audibly groan <laughs> but sam elliott's a bad motherfucker <laughs> yes he is agreed yes he is <laughs> so my only thing with that I don't think Gilliam was bad was that he warns Chris Evans, don't let him talk. Uh-huh. Don't let, don't listen to anything he has to say. Which is just what somebody <laughs> who's trying to double cross him would say. <laughs> oh, maybe, you, but... Uh, kill, kill this guy that knows too much. Maybe, yeah. Unwi- unknowing hitman. <laughs> well, he was too good. Him. He was too good. He couldn't be bad. Well, okay, Mr. so... Mr. Ollivander... Even... Snuffed him out right. before he could even oh, give it us our, our Lord of the Rings series. <laughs> even if uh, John Hurt's character wasn't as bad as, as Ed Harris says, there's definitely something because he knows enough about, like, he knows enough to say that, like, don't listen to him, which means that, like, something. Like, well, they know I thought the thing up. was that uh, Gilliam was, used to be farther up in the train uh-huh. before. And like worked with Willard, and now he's mm-hmm. in the back. So that was my thought. Was not that they were still corresponding, which is what Eric Harris tries to get you to believe, mm-hmm. but with, that he had corresponded with him before. In the past. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think he was like sort of some, you know, capo, you know, some sort of like de facto leader for the like the the, the back group or whatever. Like I don't know mm-hmm. if there was like any like direct tie to like him working together beforehand or whatever. But he was sort of like a congressman <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. you know from for the the cannon fodder in the back. <laughs> right. I do like uh, I don't like it, but the the whole when he's talking about how the people cutting off their limbs to keep uh-huh. everybody alive and feed everybody, I was like, oh, that's brutal. That's I would cut off my left leg. I think I, that's what I give up. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't need it. Hmm. I'd I'd give up my pride and dignity and eat other people's babies. <laughs> no, they do. He did not losing any limbs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, sort of, it, it it kind of made me giggle a little bit later. Again, weird context that we're talking about eating babies making me giggle. But uh, <laughs> but it went like when he like uh, like there's like secondhand or not or like you know sort of uh, post 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 moment funny where like he opens up the thing and sees that it's bugs in there and he's like all grossed out and like brother you've literally eaten human babies <laughs> like, right, yeah. like I, I figured your threshold upgrade. for like oh that's gross is is yeah. you know pretty low <laughs> right comparatively that's pretty damn good that that's what they're feeding you but he's yeah. trying to say that babies taste better 
I think that's why he was upset. He's like, yeah. I could be having babies, and instead I'm having bugs. <laughs> well, Edgar's like, what steak tastes like? And he's like, not as good as a baby. <laughs> How's your steak? Uh, is it baby? <laughs> oh. Is it baby? <laughs> I feel I like there baby. was a lot. That was another thing that I was like, they don't show. Because he comes from the back all the way to the front, but I'm like. I guess my I was like, where do the where are people sleeping? Where are the soldiers? Like, I feel like there was like a lot of trains right, or they cars the, that we didn't the see. The bedrooms, right? Yeah, that's not interesting to look at. Right, and it's a limited like, budget, as you can tell from some of the some of the outside CG shots. Right, yeah, they're working. So did they a little? <laughs> how did they do the the cars? Did they like do all their scenes in this car, then redo it for the next scene, or did they make they probably, several? Do you know? They probably had several. But okay. they, they just, yeah. yeah, I also think that like the the outside CG doesn't always look very good, but the um the actors in the movie sell it oh very yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Like the see when they're looking outside when they go in there it, when they first see the outside mm-hmm. and everyone's looking at it like it does not look very good. No. It, it's kind of, it's kind of pretty bad for 2014 CG, but the shot of John Hurt looking at it yeah sells right. it completely to me. Mm. That's what I was like. It was a little disappointing to me seeing that, like, not all of the CG, but some of those CG shots, especially when like they're going through those ice breaks on the the track and the mm-hmm. train, it's like it's underneath shots of like the wheels on the train. I was like, oh, this looks like this. Sadly, it's like so dated, but like it does. It ends up not mattering that much because mm-hmm. it's such a powerful performance from every actor in it that you yeah. just go, you just whatever, you know, you hand wipe it away, you know, whatever. We haven't even talked about Octavia Spencer. There's so many good people in this movie. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, she was in this movie too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great people in this movie. We uh, we also need to talk about the um, Sammy's favorite thing in the world, um, mm-hmm. the slow stab scene with Gray. Oh, oh man, oh, I can't wait until uh, we're all vaccinated up and we can all record together, so that uh, you know, eight to forty months from now, um, I'll I'll be able to just uh, have like a, a wild glint in my eye and I'll and I'll lock eyes with Sammy and it'll go oh no, and then I'll just like you know get ready for 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 for, a, for, a, for a, the, the like the mother of wet willies, and then, oh my god, and I'm gonna chase you and and there's gonna be a slow stab scene where it's just me giving you a wet willy see and i think the worst part about and this would happen with the wet willy as well is there in every slow stab scene there's always that moment where the person knows that they're about to die and i feel Mm -hmm. like that is the hardest part about those stab scenes it's like they are like struggling and then it just gets to the point where they just they know that it's it's all over and that is hurts me so much and i hate it so much (laughs) it is the worst so I can't ever watch this movie again. <laughs> but it was a it was a great like I own 1917 now, but I can't watch it again. <laughs> can't watch that shit. <laughs> well, and Saving Private um, Ryan, I leave the room during that scene. It's just there. And you guys said I can never watch Zodiac because now I know that there's a scene in there in Zodiac. You're bad. gonna watch Zodiac. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna fucking watch Zodiac if we do this for the podcast or if I just go. Over well, to the house. we'll do it together so someone can cover my eyes during that scene then. <laughs> We're gonna have to tie you down and make you watch that scene. Like, yeah, Clockwork Orange style. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't sleep Close, for a long time open. after watching Saving Private Ryan as an eight-year-old, and it was yeah, mainly but, that knife scene. It, there was probably a lot of things, no, but mainly that, that knife was, scene. That was a misguided <laughs> parenting decision. Mainly no, no, I didn't. My dad, my dad eight. always says, "He's like, did you join the army?" And I was like, "No," and he's like, "Then I did it. I did it right." <laughs> huh? 
It's like, all right, Dad. Sam's got who a point. Are we, who are this we just in, Elder you? Roderick hates our soldiers. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Man, hateful family. Uh, the boy hates Sam women. Sam Sr. does the not father support hates the our troops. soldiers. Hates the troops. It's, you heard it here, folks. What a national tragedy. Oh, man. <laughs> Is it libel that's on spoken right <laughs> i'm just wondering what kind of case will be i'll be subpoenaed for you yeah. can't oh prove God. anything <laughs> oh. um so yeah uh hate those hate sad <laughs> scenes the worst we, we, we got to talk about uh the 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 wind and kid of of this of this movie so cute uh, so well sweet. and 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 i was like father son no no, 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 no. But then I looked it up, and they're, they're, the characters' names are um, uh, Franco the Elder and Franco the Younger. So yeah. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what that was about. Also, are they, they father and son? No, I don't think so. I think they were. I think that, they were those names make it seem like they are. I know, but maybe he was just like his boss, and then it's like yeah. he's the heir apparent, and it was just like a like a steamy tryst. Yeah, I was totally that everybody that they knew were about lovers because the guy like told you know, me their names and now I don't I don't agree with I don't believe it. Well, oh start. He's, uh, they were they were they were something. Yeah. Um, that how, guy was how does very Franco the Elder live? Ah, just sheer tyranny of will. I was gonna say I was gonna say just pure will. <laughs> just pure spite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spite like, shot that knife out of his side when he got back yeah. up. <laughs> just like mm-hmm. I'm not ready to fucking die yet. <laughs> nope. Not going mm-hmm. out on those terms. Uh-oh, fuck you. I'm getting back no, up. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm going to get knocked into a bunch of gears or something. Yeah. That guy looked really familiar, and so I looked him up to see if I knew him from anything. No, he's, he's just in a bunch just, of Russian movies. Just a scary uh, Russian man. Yeah, the yep. guy, scary I didn't Russian get man. to look it up, but the other guy that looked really familiar is the guy that gets his hand, his arm frozen off. He looked like he knew. Oh, yeah, he's, yes. he's in stuff. He's, he's in train in, spotting? Uh, he's, he's in Wonder uh, Woman? Yeah. Oh, yes. He's okay. in the first yeah. Wonder Woman, yeah. Now I know. Character actors. Yay! Yeah, there he is. You uh, and Bremer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, by contract, I have to know every single working Scottish actor. Right. <laughs> it's the law. It's the law. I Sorry, think, it's just you know union guidelines. I think the one scene that didn't hold up for me, which like I didn't even think about it the the, the first couple times I watched the movie, and this time I did, was right when. Curtis is in the engine and Ed Harris is like, I'm gonna give you a minute. And that's that's a great scene. That's so good. And then like we're cutting back to like a minute, minute and a half later, maybe a couple minutes, and Ed Harris comes back, he's like, I just made you a new thing. And he just hands, <laughs> hands him a little note, hands him a train. note in, encapsulated in metal, and he unrolls it there and it just says trade. I was like, What what <laughs> <laughs> he yes. sat down at his table. He's like, "All right, you you got to have this moment. I'm going to write you this little revelation here." And he just writes the word "train," rolls it up, <laughs> puts it in a little metal capsule, and hands it to him to then just open, unroll, and it just says "train." And then he goes, "I want you to take over the train." I was like, "Why did, why did he have to go?" I mean, sure, it's the reveal all... that he was the one that was writing those messages. But you're right, I... train is not the word I was expecting either. No, he like, he yep. should have been like, you know, scrolled it out, you know, unfurled it with his dirty little thumbs and it just dick butt fuck i was gonna say dick butt would have been so funny i wish there was an edit of this where it was dick butt and i'm so mad that you said it right before i was going to uh, you know uh, you would have done whatever that similar, asked. similar minds 
<laughs> if it was Dick Buddy, be like, I'm all right. I'll do whatever you say. I'll do whatever you say. <laughs> I I see the wisdom of your position now. <laughs> yes, it all comes together. Yes, the sacred Dick Butt. <laughs> <laughs> God, I am so mad. I was like, it'd be so funny if I said that was dick butt. And you got there before TJ I did. swept it right underneath your feet. All oh. I've been thinking Just... about that all day today, and you fucking swept it and got it. Raymond, it was a great jo- joke. I I'm know. proud of you. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm willing to credit it, it to Raymond. Yeah, I'll give it to Raymond. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'll allow it. That's great. TJ gets no credit. God, Raymond, that hey, was so funny. I got fucking kids to feed. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Guys, you remember when Raymond said dick butt? <laughs> sure did. Wow, to start the start the Mandela effect now. Yeah, yeah fuck you. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I started this movie at like. I think 10.30 last night, and I was like, I'm just going to watch, like, the first hour, and I'll watch the, the second hour this morning when I have more time. And then it hit, like, 45 minutes in. I was like, fuck, I'm here. We're doing this. this. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. It was, a by the time I finished, it was about 12.30. And I was like, all right, I got to go to fucking bed. But boy, it was like, I was riveted. I was never tired once I started. Yeah. I intended to, like, watch it in parts, and I couldn't. It was just so captivated by it. Even if it's not all, like, action the whole time, it's always, Uh like, giving you new information and, like, cool. It's, like, showing you, like, cool concepts. And, like, yeah, it never really does slow down if Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Because, again, like, I thought they would take longer for them to start moving forward, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't wait. And then it just is moving, moving like a locomotive throughout. It was so funny seeing Song Kang Ho in this because I knew it's him, and it's also him in Parasite. And, mm-hmm. like, I know they're the same guy, but just watching him, it feels like such a different performance. And it's, like, yeah. I, they're totally different people to me. And that's that's crazy, considering it's, like, a six-year difference with one guy and the same director. Yes. <laughs> he just speaks yeah, to he how, really, really good. how great their performances are in both films. It's, like, they're totally different things. Even when, like, in this movie, he doesn't even do very much. He does mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's well, not I'm... even, like, that media of a, of a role, a performance. Even his, like, different portrayal of, like, ostensibly, like, you know, poor dads. Uh-huh. Like, in in The Host, he's, like, really schlubby. Yeah. And, and in Parasite, he's, like, really adorable, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Even when he's, you know, stabbing a guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I cool. totally, like, I knew, because it was such an offhand thing that Gilliam says about the drugs being flammable. I was like, I know that's going to come in, up later. But then I completely forgot until it came up. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like bomb. they tell it to you, and then it's yeah. like because mm-hmm. Curtis never thinks of that. Like you're like you're always like so present with what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. That when like Sanke hosts, like it's a fucking bomb, you idiot. It's like oh yeah, of course, duh, <laughs> duh. right? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, when they're walking through that the the drug car, and he's uh-huh. just grabbing all of them. I'm like uh-huh. oh man, now he just has as much as he needs, and it's so he can make a bomb. That's all he wanted. Battle on the bridge is sick. Yeah. Oh, Battle on the Bridge fucking rules. So Ugh. cool. I also thought it was a cool, another cool one was when they were on that turn and the guy was shooting yeah. across the train mm-hmm. at him. I, I thought that was a cool shot to have that. Like, they like oh. shoot at each other, not in a straight line. They're shooting across right. at each other. I feel like that seems a little silly, right? It until is, it but I the, thought it was kind of cool. The last shot of them exchanging one bullet each right next to each other's eye is like such a good gotcha bitch moment <laughs> that like it totally redeems it into like yeah, this is the coolest fucking thing 
<laughs> yeah, I still think the fisherman is is probably my favorite. Uh-huh. It's so my cool. favorite there. Because I mean, and, and then they, especially when like the night. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They expound happens. on it with the, the lights going off, and then fighting uh-huh. in the dark was cool too. And I love that they like. There's a couple moments where they just like stop fighting. They're just like. Because they're like, oh, yeah. it's New Year's, yay! And then the, when she comes to like talk, or like, there's just a couple moments where they're like, yeah. we're gonna stop for a second and talk for a little bit, and then go back at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can stop fighting for a second. Everybody so celebrate the on. New Year. Well, hey, they all sorry. had to hold on because the trade. Teachers was talking. Oh yeah, teachers yep, talking. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that too, where the the teacher's the one that's shooting the gun too, where she's just like shooting it yeah i mean like this this movie really like has a a way of of really getting me to just kind of yada 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 and enjoying things like i watched a pregnant woman get shot in the face yeah like a pregnant woman that looks like a mormon girl i went to school with like like it's it's, just okay chris evans uh, chris evans scott pilgrim co-star allison pill yeah it plays the teacher oh very cool. She's she great. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really sells how insane <laughs> they are. Uh-huh. I just, I mean, I didn't think it looked that different because that's exactly how my classroom looks, guys. That's exactly Uh-oh. how I teach and what I do. Sammy, how many times a day does the Eggman come into your room? <laughs> Only on New Year's. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's New Year's eggs. You gotcha. have class on on New Year's? He does. Just for I mean, there, I mean no, it was it was after New Year's. So we'll come back on Monday, and okay. we'll, everyone will come around with their New Year's eggs. Yeah, and then they all have to eat them blind, and some of them have bullets in them, and some of them don't. Seventy-eight <laughs> <78%. laughs> percent. Yeah, oh, forgive no. me. I just I just need to go make a phone call real quick. <laughs> We're singing uh, our songs together at the beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing like the call and response of "We'll all die." Yeah, you know? yeah. We'll warms the heart. <laughs> oh, that's a tonic. And then they like, <laughs> I like their movements too, because at one point they were like doing like the yeah, they do like not, a not really a dab, but it was close to a dab. Yeah, close, close to dabbing to dab. it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Same sentiment as a dab. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Same spirit. Same we're energy. Dabbing for Willard. <laughs> the kids are dabbing everyone, on them. everyone give their daily dab to Willard. <laughs> <laughs> Dabs for Willard. <laughs> that's what that's what they do instead of the Pledge of Allegiance. They so just dab it out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, I feel like I'm in a similar position with our LA Confidential episode, where I'm like, I don't have anything bad to say about this movie. <laughs> Everything rules. And it is. You think about every scene, and it's like, yeah, that's probably the coolest way he could have mm-hmm. he could have shot and executed this scene, and he does. Mm. I mean, like my bear epilogue could have, you know. Yeah, that would have added. Well, it's kind of spiced I mean, it up. I didn't a stick bit. around after the credits. That could have happened. Did it oh. happen? Did oh, I didn't either. Yeah, there could have been a post-credit. Could have just a twenty minutes of post-credit sequences, just the bear story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you can immediately put in Golden Compass and write it, go right into Golden Compass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or or whatever that fucking HBO show is called that I didn't watch. Uh, his dark materials. Yeah. His his yep his yeah. his his dirty undies. That's <laughs> his, his. That's a very different show. Yeah. Yeah. Are that's you, you... that's that's the Walter Soapcheck uh, <laughs> prequel <laughs> story. <laughs> All right. Final question for you guys. Then, well, what okay. train car would you if you had to pick a train car, which one would you be on? Oh. Well, obviously the uh, the polyamorous hallucinogenic car. <laughs> 
I figured TJ would pick that one. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I, I want the the nice little train the, where it's the look most like a train when they all at their individual apartment the departments mm-hmm. and the lady mm-hmm. was reading a book. That's where I'm at. Okay. Right there. Raymond, I like the garden. I think that's a the little mm-hmm. garden one's nice. I was gonna say, and I you're like, like right, right next to sushi, so yeah. you're pretty close. Well, to sushi. Yeah, that's best. You only get two sushis a year. Is that? That's true. Sorry. <laughs> you're close say, though when it happens. I really like the garden one, but also it's good to be the king. Oh <laughs> yeah, you're already he's already in, in his station. Yeah, you're already. My in background the is the engine. It is. It would be nice to be up there. Everything's themed to look like drawers. So you just have all your apartment shit in the room, but you can't see any of it. Oh, good modern design. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, very, very Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. very, very cool that way. Mm-hmm. And you're close uh, to the hallucinogenic car. Raymond? I was about to say, yeah, yeah, if I need to, you know, come up for air every once in a while, and I can just go pop into your room. <laughs> yeah, Raymond, you had one job of picking your train was the caboose. You had one job. <laughs> no, I'm glad no, but that's the bad one. area. The caboose <laughs> is a good thing. In this movie, the caboose is the worst thing. Oh no, caboose yeah. yeah. is pick the a... bad place. <laughs> caboose I bad. Oh, this is the bad place. It's the caboose <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> No, I'd rather not live in poverty. I'd rather live with the the dirt and the plants. (laughs) That's where I want to spend my time. Yeah. There we go. Good job. That's where you'll find us. Yeah. Wear armor and make out with a bunch of people. Hell yeah. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, I don't know why they had armor and and, and like battle axes and shit in there, but I, I mean, again, that just lends into like why I would pick that room. Right. right yeah. yeah, it's cool. <laughs> or TJ <laughs> for the aesthetic. It's probably a sex thing. <laughs> yeah, none of us picked I mean, the no party doubt. the party train car, and that's okay because you I can only do that so much. Yeah, exactly. Nah, I can do it all the time. Well, <laughs> TJ, can do it. some people, their girls like to party all the time. <laughs> I'm I'm hitting y'all with one more question. Sam okay. thought he had the last question, but I got one more question before That's we wrap right. things up. Favorite huh? train movie? Just favorite train movie? Ooh, regardless. Favorite train movie? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. This this reminded me a lot of Train to Busan. Yeah. So they definitely took a lot favorite. of inspiration from Snowpiercer on how they themed uh-huh. the rooms in the Yeah, movie. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pick is a uh, Polar Express. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> ah, we got it. I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, you don't uh, like my, my scary Tom Hanks impression? I really don't. <laughs> uh, I I gotta pick a murder on the Orient Express. Oh, There's a murder. I maybe which, it's me. Who knows? Which which version <laughs> are we talking here? Because there's one version that might get you murdered by TJ. Yeah, TJ not, loves one version. Not not the most current version done by oh, no a director. TJ's <laughs> writing in his journal. <laughs> <laughs> done by Just someone's favorite director. Not that one. No. Uh, okay. A, a much a much earlier version. Good. That's a good pick. I like... Uh, uh, oh, you go. No, 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 no. I was go just going to say, uh, I like uh, Throw Mama from the Train. That is a good okay. choice. That, that I don't know. Was... I've never heard of that. <laughs> never what? Heard of that. Uh-uh. Oh. Oh, well, maybe maybe that's an hey, upcoming hey. pick. That's what up. this thing's for. <laughs> Can I pick just the, the train Directed sequence by Danny from DeVito. Spectre? Can I pick just, like, the train fight Yeah, there you Spectre? go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or from you should have said your favorite, what's your favorite train scene. <laughs> yeah. Just that scene um, is great. Oh, man, I guess, honestly, like, I, I was going to be... 
cute and say uh, Bridge on the River Kwai because there's a train in it for two seconds. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, I would honestly have to say probably Six Shooter, uh, Martin McDonough um, short film yeah, uh, with that. Um, with uh, Brendan a... Gleeson. Cool. And it's all on the train, and it's and it's it's um it's it's very Martin McDonough. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I was gonna describe it. It's very Martin McDonough. What a fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> if we're just talking train sequences, mine might be um, the beginning of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I was going to say, good, Crusade, that's a good one. That's, that's a, a great train one. Sequence. I'm, um, uh, if we're talking sequences, for me, it's uh, um, uh, the fight scene with uh, Robert Shaw in uh, From Russia with Love. Oh, yeah. Nice. I really like great. one that I was thinking of. I first thought of like a train heist, which made me think of solo but then i was like who does it better but uh firefly does a train heist a lot better Ooh. so that's that's, that's an episode that's an episode yeah mm-hmm. damn well there's lots of good trains lots of train talk a lot of trains lots of train know. movies yeah. <laughs> train talk with our back with to our the future part movies. three <laughs> oh, caboose is, here with our train that talk. is a good train sequence they got a time train yeah <laughs> yeah thinking of themed months we should uh, do just a whole Train theme month. We've already <laughs> run a train can, on it with Raymond Kalita and the booze. Trying to think mm. of a month that that would fit into. None of them work. None yeah, of if them. You're saying it's train December. <laughs> the easiest way to do it. Yeah, I didn't come up with Ryan John Zember. That was not me. <laughs> I did not come up with that. Train burr, maybe. <laughs> oh, it's it's awful. I don't. I don't. Why are we doing this? <laughs> this is. <laughs> All right. I think uh, I think maybe on that that's where we we start to wrap things up for the <laughs> the episode. <laughs> What's wh- hey? If we forgot to talk about a specific train sequence that is your favorite, why don't you reach out and tell us about it? There's a couple ways you can do that. You can send us a tweet at nsaotpod, or you can send us an email at neverseenanyofthispod at gmail dot com, or you can also head over to our Facebook, contact us through our Facebook page, also known as our free Patreon free mm-hmm. patreon and uh i i guess we could we could talk about it now but like in, in january our whole next month we've gotten so many requests and uh people recommendations in the last couple months that all of january is going to be uh fanuary and we're just yeah. going to do our yeah. we're going to catch up on our yeah. recommendations oh see so, that love works theme month. effortless yeah <laughs> that one's easy fanuary easy fanuary so use no, our think... email to send us more requests because we love it yeah yeah we love getting requests. Yeah. It means people are listening, which is Absolutely. the most incredible part of the Absolutely. entire podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just so thrilled we, could, we were able to fill a whole month with uh, request, stuff requested yeah. by people who listen. That's, that, that warms my little heart right. right into this new year. Some so, of those requests came in, you know, six to eight months ago. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, but one, it's, of them, one of them came out, like, after our first episode dropped, yeah. I think. <laughs> so one of them's long overdue. Well, but we're getting caught up. And what better way yep. to start the new year with some hope and we give it back to to our fans and the people that some listen bong to our june hope the bong, bong june, june hope oh cute <laughs> so yeah that that'll be our our next month of podcasts it's gonna be we're, we're gonna have some good ones yeah locomotember so. oh no <laughs> all right so you guys i was gonna say now. that at the end of the podcast <laughs> ah okay, you well. again <laughs> oh he stole it from raymond again <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's it for this week's episode. I've never seen any of this. We'll be back next week with another episode, but until then, we'll just say a choo-choo. Bye. 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 Bye.
Yes, please. Tickets? Well, you're coming? Magic carpet on a rail. Never takes a 